back we are back welcome you all to this latest edition of the visions and tones podcast today you're rolling with one man and the reason for that is because we are doing a short left for those who started with us at the beginning of the episode of the podcast i would recall that i had mentioned that one of the segments we're going to have on this show is a reflection episode which is called the short lift so here we sort of look at where we had come as a podcast and we kind of like sharing a little bit of you know where we're going that's if we get to understand where we exactly going (laughs) you know um i'm alone my partner in crime is not here and that is cj basically one of the reflections that i wanted to raise is the fact that as the visions and tones podcast we added one family member who came and be, uh, uh, on the show as a co-host. And he's amazing. He does brilliant double-heading. Uh, he does, you know, he now and then bring bring this crazy puns here and there. And, you know, very young person, insightful here and there. You know, what I'm saying here and there, I don't mean that he actually sucked. That's not basically what I mean. But, you know, those who are familiar with the works of CJ can actually attest to, you know, the certain touch that, you know, you kind of like brought into the show, um, craziness. And, you know, it's more fun doing, you know, an episode with CJ. So he's not around today. And the reason for that is because we sent CJ to the jungle. Who want to guess where he went? You are right. We sent CJ to that particular place where there's no houses. People just live in the bush. The place where there's no water. People just drink their spit. Where there's no transport. People just, you know, travel around using their own brooms and, you know, flying on eagles. You know, a place where people have got elephants, lions as their, you know, neighbors and housemates and stuff like that. You know, this is ridiculous to actually think about that. And I think for anyone who think in that way that Africa is a jungle, there's no mode of transportation, there's no houses. I mean, it's that's a betrayal to the education system in your own country. Like, think about that. Just pause for a minute and think about it. It was in the year 2018 and I was traveling back to South Africa and I got to the airport and a lady asked me the question, is it, is it true that you guys live with lions and elephants just, you know, walking past you? And I looked at her, you know, with my straight face and, you know, this was just with a fit of mild irritation and banter that I just said to her, oh yeah, that's true, ma'am. By the way, my housemate is an elephant. And to my dismay, she actually didn't look even, you know, confused or look weird. She just like took what I said. And for me, I was like, you in the first world with all this internet, come on. We're talking about a country that hosted the World Cup in 2010. How were your players traveling in this country? You know, we keep on hosting different kinds of tournaments, you know, um, world um, events. How are all these people traveling in those places? 
really, can you be a normal human being than just being a person who betrays the education system and the knowledge of your own people? Because this is really mind-boggling to think that in the contemporary times, people can think like this. Okay, now I'm venting. This is not what (laughs) the episode is about. So CJ has gone back to South Africa, and I was laughing at him because like a typical South African he is, he actually made a list of stuff that he wants to eat, probably his binge eating and binge drinking, you know, wherever he is. Some of the stuff, I don't even know how to pronounce them, uh, but great foods, I can tell you. These are great foods. He, he, he was like, soon as I land foods, that's how he titled his message. Isn't this a typical CJ? He's going to eat a kota, he's going to eat uh, roti, he's going to eat uh, pitu, string hoppers and hoppers, I don't know what these are. He's going to eat amakuinya, these are fat cakes, um, uh, some call it puff puff, I think the West Africans. He's going to eat special sandwich, I don't know what's special about this sandwich. Uh, slap chips, biltong, burevors roll, puppinflays. Uh, poikikos, chicken licking, KFC, uh, crushes and donked wings. KFC in Australia does not have donked wings. Uh, Dosa hut, malupang, and a number of so much crazy things. You know, CJ, we hope you're having a great time and we hope we're going to have a good catch up on your return. You're going to tell us what is it that you saw, how's the level of corruption there, but much more also, how's the level of passion for young people the generation what's what's their take on the future and and how are things looking like and sort of stretch that towards you know global comparative as to what are some of the passions of the young people in other different contexts and we hope you're having a good stay there in south africa Welcome again, everyone. And as I said, we have done only one episode of a short left, and it was in a form of a monologue, as I'm going to just blab a little bit with today's episode. I mean, we've, we've come from far. Great episodes, great speakers who came on the show, great profiled people, great teachers, great storytellers. I mean, I'm excited about this, and I'm excited more with most of the listeners, the families of the Visions and Tones, who take their time to write back to us, listen to each and every episode, take the engagements or the conversations beyond just this platform, have chats with friends, writing back to us and challenging some of our thinking and calling us, you know, out or in in terms of where we go wrong and whatnot. And I'm going to touch just a little bit of few things that just came out from few of our listeners, which we really loved. But I want to give a shout out to the following people who were our guests post the last um, short lift. And the first one is the poet Roger Ndayambaje. I don't know if you people remember Roger, the poet, who actually came from the Congo and has a background with the, you know, Rwanda and I think... Ooh... How am I forgetting this? I forgot. And Australia, though. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Roger, if you listen to this. Shout out to Dr. Penny Kansime from Uganda, who actually spoke to us about gender-based violence and indigenization of social work. Shout out to Nikki Black, who spoke on womanism in the U.S., Shout out to Dr. Gordon Donet, our very own psychologist, actually a psychiatrist who brings great insights. We had two episodes with uh, Dr. Donet. One was on grief. The other one was on trauma. Shout out to Enya Jones, Christy Sibanda, and Trevor Dube, who had a chat with us on interracial relationships. This was actually one of the episodes, which I can say this is one of the episodes which was mostly liked by people because... I don't know, maybe is, is the world really getting to the point where people are getting involved interracially, interreligiously also, or whatever the case, I'm not really sure, but this episode captured the hearts of the people, so many people, and um, great conversations in this one. Shout out to Dave Fotu, who spoke on cultural integration, diversity, and inclusion. He's, he's a great young man. He actually you know, work with the youths in Newcastle. And uh, he had more than, he had young people from more than 25 countries, basically, in his team. And he actually listed all those countries. What a great episode. Shout out to Deputy Mother, uh, Prof. Mamukhati Pakeng, um, who is the Principal and Vice Chancellor of the University of Cape Town. She's doing amazing, brilliant work. Recently, she's been given an honorary doctorate. I think it's Ottawa University, if I'm not mistaken. Um and she's she's doing amazing, continuously, you know, doing great to alleviate issues of poverty, to tackle issues of poverty, and you know, just helping the black child to get access to spaces that normally they wouldn't get access to, and particularly, you know, the higher education sector, and also encouraging a lot of young people in terms of you know, completing their PhDs and studies and whatever. Shout out to Bronwyn Hassan and Anya Jones who gave us insight about you know, the business insider and the support for black businesses. These are two great women who run their own businesses in uh, Newcastle. Uh, Enya runs Floret Aromatherapy, um, and then Bronin runs Afribee Creations, which you can check them out. Amazing. Shout out to Jeanette Yali, shout out to Lozzy M and Calvin Yego. Who just shared their experiences on living abroad, issues on visas, cost of living abroad. Uh, Lozzy M is in China and Jeanette is in the US, whereas Calvin Yego is in Australia. Shout out to you guys. Shout out to Dr. Chidima Ahamchibutu from Nigeria, who's currently living in uh, New Zealand working at Otago University. She actually spoke about the experiences of internally displaced women. who were, So these are women who were displaced by the um, Boko Haram insurgency. Um, and then uh, shout out to Trevor Dube, who came back and spoke about deconstructing of faith. He's from Cape Town, South Africa, right there in Sanctuary City. Shout out to CJ. Because CJ, before he came a co-host, he actually spoke about mechatronics, unemployment, and artificial intelligence, which this is actually taken much more further by Dr. Humphrey Obia from Nigeria, who actually lives in Melbourne, Australia now. Um, he spoke about responsible artificial intelligence 
and he also came back not so long ago to speak about smart cities and big data. Incredible episodes, great insights that I would encourage people to listen to. Shout out to Chloe Valdery on the theory of enchantment. She's from the US. Brilliant work. Uh, brilliant theorist. Uh, open for engagement. Um, amazing work. Um, Chloe, really commend you there. Shout out to our last guest. That was Dr. Letitia Smart when we spoke about sex, gender, and sexuality. She's from South Africa, studied in you know, Freya University in Amsterdam. So all this amazing guests really poured out their hearts. Um, we commend you. Thank you so much for being part of the Visions and Tones family, sharing your stories, sharing about your work, being vulnerable here and there, you know, being open to criticisms, you know, because um, that's basically how we learn, you know, um, great stuff, great work there. I'm trying to think few things about these ep- this, these episodes that really um, stood out for me um, and things that many people actually touched base on, you know, to say this is really amazing. Um, um, you know, we hope it could be expanded further or they had like different views towards what either myself or the guests uh, were actually holding, which is amazing, you know. Uh, so Mr. Roger Indayambaje, the poet, um, really people liked his style of writing. They liked, you know, his style of narrating. He's got really this great um, heart. He's got this great way of, you know, putting out the, you know, storytelling, capturing the hearts of the people, capturing the focus of the people, um, so brilliant writing. A lot of people really commended Roger for his brilliant writing, but much more also for being vulnerable to share his story and the fact that Roger is still a young person, but he does not let any circumstances to pull him down. He continues to do, he continuously work hard, you know, um, f- completed his uh, nursing degree and now studying much more further. And this is a young person who never said, because I don't have a dad, therefore let me pack and just let everything crumble or let me drop the ball, let me throw in the towel or whatnot. He never opted for that. And this is really something that I wish for many young people to can actually capture from Roger. Dr. Penny can see me. Her work is incredible. And one of the things that she mentioned was the fact that because she kind of like advocates for the expansion of the definition of gender-based violence, in a sense that it has to sort of capture or also include experiences of men she was like many women will fight with you when you do that because you know definitions of gender-based violence is not just about the definitions it's also about a contestation of resources and of which she is correct for raising this thing the entire conversations that we have recently including you know issues of the transgender you know um it's it, it they have tend to become a space which is more about even contestations of resources. For those who remember the conversation I had with Dr. Letitia Smarts, I actually put that out to say, you know, as social scientists, we need to come to the point where we are able to really capture people who are really part of, um, it, where possible, you know, people who are really, really genuinely part of the LGBT 
and create a great distinction with those who are just exploiting, you know, these communities for their own gratifications or political scoring or whatever the case, because this is the reality that is happening today. People can claim to be whatever while they're not. And if these things happened in terms of religious organizations, people came and claimed to be pastors, claimed to be prophets and whatnot, what more can we sit back and think that these things are not happening in the context of, you know, the LGBT? I'm not saying everybody does it, but I'm saying we need to come to a point where through our scientific application, we're able to test the validity and the reliability of how people narrate their stories, but doing that without overlooking or undermining their lived experiences or actually imposing our own shadows on them to say they're lying even when they're actually not lying. So shout out to Dr. Penny for, you know, making the point that we need to stretch out, you know, the idea of, uh, um, um, you know, the expansion of gender-based violence to include men, but to also include minority groups like, you know, members of the LGBT. Nikki Black on womanism. Shout out to Nikki. One of the greatest things that really captured the hearts of the people about womanism is the fact that it is unlike feminism. Womanism sees black men as part and parcel of a black woman's community. Therefore, to destroy black men is to is partly to destroy a black woman's space. And that is one of the things that actually captured a lot of men, surprisingly, who listened to the episode like, oh, I think I have a bit of an idea of what's happening with womanism, you know, compared to feminism. Because many people have understood feminism as, you know, um, a movement that basically sees men as enemies, you know, a movement that wants to punish men than seeing feminism as a movement that basically serves itself by advocating for the social rights or political rights or economic rights of women next to those of men. Um, Dr. Gordon Donay on grief and trauma, the main thing that really captured the hearts of the people is the fact that there is no time frame for when one should grieve and finish. No time frame at all. And there's no time frame also on how people, you know, how trauma lasts on them. However, in order to find your way through life, you need to come to a point where you understand the need, you know, to find professional help. You know, when you're going through grief, when you're going through trauma, so that you don't find yourself projecting certain shadows over people who are around you and people who love you and people who are trying to help you. But the main thing also that he advised that people should refrain, which captured the hearts of the people, is the fact that one cannot suggest or cannot impose, not, not really suggest, but cannot impose or should not impose a way of grieving uh, that they employed in their lives to somebody else. But they should reckon the fact that people are different and people, you know, can have different preferences, therefore, or thereof rather. Christy, Enya, Trev's Christy, what I loved about Christy, 
something which was very incredible from her quote um, towards the end of the episode, Christy says, if you know, and both Christy and Enya actually said this, Enya particularly said, um, be, re- be prepared to be prepared for a life of, di- of diversity when, when you are um, entering into an interracial marriage. Be prepared to be changed to think diversity than thinking from your own space of knowing. And, and Christy said, you know, um, communication is key, very important. And then number two, she said, when you, when you are into interracial what she notices is the fact that for some people, you're not just dating the person, but you're dating their community, you're dating their family. So you cannot just think about it's only you and your partner. You need to also think on how do you expand your knowing about people so you don't go out there offending people. How do you expand your knowing about people so that you can actually go and even embrace them with their culture, even though you might not follow, but that kind of knowing is something that's very imperative for you to capture, for you to understand. Um, Trevor Dube uh, had a lot of great insights. Um, you know, Trev's even speak a, a little more about, you know, the expectations of a black person, like when you date interracially, how you kind of like get profiled, that you should be good in this, you should be good in that. But nonetheless, in that saying also, he, he, he believes and he advocates the fact that, yes, people need to sort of take ownership, as, as any challenge him. people need to take ownership of their craft and, and pride. But nonetheless, um, he challenges also people to think that you need to stop this racial profiling because for some people, it's not so kind. You cannot say because you're an African person, therefore you should be good in the arts. You should be good in um, creative. You should be good in books or whatever. That's not working. Dave Fotu, Cultural Integration, Diversity and Inclusion. Dave sings a song from Maori, from the Maori Maori tribe in New Zealand. No, am I saying this right? I think so. Sorry, y'all, if I'm not saying this right. But um, he sings a beautiful song and he shares different stories that he learns from different cultures um shares on different phrases different wording that he's learned along the journey and an incredible young person uh shares briefly his stories on you know racial experiences comments which were made about his his fro his hair um a number of things but yet he remains very positive about people he continues to love people regardless and he continues you know to champion the identity of different kinds of people um, because in this particular group also that is leading, it is not just only people of color, but there's also great number of white people from Australia. Because Dave just has that golden heart where he wants to, you know, um, interact with people, make people feel welcomed and appreciated. Prof. Haiti Pakeng, wow, leadership, activism, and decolonization. One of the greatest things that he highlights about people who do not understand decolonization is the fact that, and I've mentioned this a number of times in different episodes to say decolonization does not mean an attack to whiteness, but it means a call to acknowledge different kinds of knowledges. Unlike you know, what colonization did, imposing epistemic signs in a sense of killing other knowledges and calling it non-knowledges. 
uncivilized material or uncivilized, you know, ways of thinking and whatnot. And Prof. Haiti kind of like, you know, alludes to that. And she says, you know, look at the way we've dealt with the COVID pandemic, you know, because there's no, because, because, you know, we follow only one set of thinking and one way to problem solution. We got ourselves stuck into lockdowns and, you know, people pushed into vaccines and whatnot. But had we made space and room for other different knowledges, perhaps this could have panned out differently. Now, this this requires another episode with people who are epidemiologists. Demiologists? Nope. Whatever. Um, so this requires to have people like those and people in traditional healing you know, methods that we can just have a conversation about actually what is happening in the world. And, you know, they're kicking out of some of the methods out of the, you know, medical health canon and, and, and whether they, you know, the politics behind that is it just financial politics or is it really because, you know, other processes really impose danger on people or not. All those things need to actually be, you know, looked at. Bronwyn Hassan, Enya Jones, Business Insider. Enya put it very well. Do not have the expectations of your family and friends, close family and friends to support you because that hardly happens. But think of yourself as a business person who's speaking to the world out there. Should you get people from immediate family or close friends supporting you? That's a bonus. That's good. But do not make them the main priority. Um, you know, Bronwyn Hassan's work continues to, you know, champion, you know, issues of inclusion in different spaces, um, advocating for support of people of color, calling for people of color, community of people of color to sort of not even think about, you know, getting discounts whenever they go to black businesses, but they should think in the same way they think when they go to big corporate business, which I think this is a brilliant, um, idea and that shows a good way of support to people um dr chidima ahamchiabotu brilliant work you know uh silence of women does not mean weakness but it's their strength it's a tactical move because the turnaround of that um is amazing and i think i think people need to listen to dr chidima a lot because um, I loved her work, and, and at the same time, I had a very great pushback with Dr. Chidima, particularly in terms of, you know, role of religion within these displacement camps and whatnot. But, you know, she stood her ground, firmly stood her ground. Um, amazing, amazing um, researcher there. Uh, Trevor Dube on deconstructing faith, you know, speaks a lot about not just deconstructing, but deconverting, something which he really introduced. And I discovered that that's actually something that exists. But um, it was really amazing there to hear from Trev's, uh, CJ Mechatronics, Unemployment, Artificial Intelligence, The Future is Coming, which is actually confirmed by uh, Dr. Humphrey Obia on Responsible Artificial Intelligence and on Smart Cities and Big Data. Um, amazing work there also to listen to. I wouldn't really have much. Okay, people had a few comments on whether we, you know, there isn't much more that Dr. Obia was touching in terms of unemployment uh, on responsible artificial intelligence, which that segment was actually covered on 
um, smart cities and big data. And 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 in his own analysis, Dr. Obie points out that for the third world, really issues of employment as a for, as as a result of fourth industrial revolution, perhaps. You know, people shouldn't be too hasty to celebrate because at this moment, the future is really a bit, you know, blurry. Uh, Chloe Valdery, she champions love, you know. She's against different forms of anti-racism, particularly those imposed by critical race theory and the works of um, Ibrahim X. Candy on anti-racism. And she champions, you know, this concept of anti-racism through love but much more also a reflection of the soul so that you do not caricature somebody whom you dislike out there you know a good self um, introspection a good self-reflection um, um, so that you know very well how do you approach and treat other people who look different like you not as your enemies which i think um that's really amazing really great to hear there dr leticia smirts last episode wow she was amazing i loved her i loved her positions because you know in some of the points she really pointed out the distinction between what is happening in the global north and the global south and the fact that most of the stuff happening in the global north have not yet reached the global south because most of their participants are people who just, you know, are getting space to, you know, share their experiences, formulate their views, and which that is really amazing and good to learn about uh, what is happening in the global south. And I love her work because she continues to sort of champion, you know, and be an ally of the LGBT um, through her work, and 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 she. And a project that she's engaged on recently called Frustrating the Norm. Um, and you can check um, her work on their, on their website. The website is attached in that particular episode on, you know, Frustrating the Norm. So nonetheless, we thank you all for sharing. Looking forward to what's coming ahead. We yet to have a lot of conversations. I've been trying to get people who can come and share with us about Aboriginal knowledge so we can learn about the Awabakal people, you know, in Newcastle. We can learn about different people who occupy different countries here in Australia, you know, the Aboriginal and um, uh, Torres and Strait Islanders so that we can learn more about, you know, the cult different cultures of people, their knowledges and, and how their knowledges continuously, you know, help them today. Looking forward to have more conversations about pronouns because Dr. Letitia's episode, we actually don't touch. We do touch pronouns, actually. But I was hoping that we could find someone who really also uses um, one of the emerged pronouns that we now um, consider as new to sort of share more even about their experiences and their knowledges behind that. Also, we were hoping to speak to different people on religion and racism or church and racism to be precise you know looking at how racism plays its role or plays itself out in different churches today and you know what they think the solution should be basically loads and loads of um, episodes that we yet to have uh, but in short I can only say we're not stopping here 
we're still pushing and i want to thank each and every one of you for choosing the visions and tones podcast and we're cruising we're moving in terms of you know the algorithms we keep on you know checking them out we've crossed three thousand we a while ago basically haven't been more um in touch with checking the algorithms but look we're doing great despite the fact that we're not having any visions and tones not running it's not generating any you know um revenue it's not running on any sponsorship it's just work that most of those experts who came to the show, you know, um, agreed to do that voluntarily. And, you know, we really appreciate each and every one of them for making such tremendous contributions. And we're looking forward to working with them again and also working with a lot of people, you know, um, going forward. So thanks to you for your support, um, your love. Always continue sticking with us. Remember to like our episodes, to comment on... Um, Apple Podcast, no, actually, to comment on our Insta page, which is at underscore visions, underscore tones, and remember to like and rate on uh, Apple Podcasts. You can find this episode, all these episodes over different platforms, such as Deezer, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Amazon, um, and so on and so forth. Some of them, I just see them emerging each and every day, and I'm like, I've never known anything about these episodes. So we'll chat to you soon. We are talking to a father in the next few episodes, a father about, you know, experiences of raising the boy child. Um, and we'll be talking to also a behavior, a clinical psychologist who's also a behavioral scientist about the behaviors of young people today and, you know, consumptions of different kinds of um, substances and what the future holds for them and many more topics. So stay tuned and feel free to write back to us if you'd like to hear anything. I know there's people who wrote that they'd love to hear about financial management in one of our tallies on um, Insta page. Many people wanted to hear about yellow bones and slay queens. Uh, many people wanted to hear about, I think that's Morales, which you should stay tuned and you'll see that in the next few days and time. Thanks for your time. I just wanted to bring a bit of a reflection of where we had come and just to, you know, tease some of those who have not really listened to the episodes to, you know, just urge you to take your time, go and listen to the episodes and remember to write back to us. Thank you all. I am winding this up. Tony Tones on the Visions and Tones while CJ is in Kuvukiland eating everything, roti and all whatever stuff. <laughs> Hoping to see CJ healthy when he returns and looking good. But thank you so much for choosing the Visions and Tones. And remember, as always, to go out there, be best human beings be the best versions of yourself. We are out.